Oh damn, we're in trouble now. She's a lot skinnier now, but... <laughs> okay. It's good thing we're not recording the podcast. Who's going to start it? Hello, and welcome to another episode of We're in Trouble Now. We are joined by your main host, me, oh. and your co-host, you two. Oh, uh, no, I do. I'm you, and you're two. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all just, I think we're all our own main hosts. We are all the, the lead character of our own story. I like that, though. And you, no, I think you're, you all are a really good supporting cast for me. Yeah. What the fuck? Have you, been to, have you ever been to a play? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. You guys went to that play in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, that was when um, first time I went to San Francisco. First mm-hmm. time I even went on an airplane. Night before. That was not the first time. That was the first, first time. time. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was the first time I went, and I was I don't know, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, think? I know about twenty five because it's been a, it's been a spell. Yeah, I was twenty five. Um, never been on an airplane. Stops like I think I stopped smoking cigarettes the night before. The night before. There yeah. was an earthquake. <laughs> didn't fall asleep until th- like three had to wake up at four yeah hour of sleep dude the lady like the i wouldn't say stewardess is the stewardess yeah the, 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 stu- the airline hostess yeah the stewardess lady um she's like because i was sitting next to like the emergency door oh yeah no for some reason i think they moved us there didn't they move us there or did was that our our original I, I don't, seats i'm not 100 they had sure. to have moved you you know what you brought yeah they had to move because no yeah because i think what it was is that there were the people who were sitting there um, didn't have the physical strength to be able to open up the emergency door within the, uh, like an emergency. So they asked us if we would sit there. Luckily, I was insanely tired, very grumpy, Do and would have rage? ripped yeah. the fucking door off. Oh, yeah. No, this, and, okay, let's set the scenario. So, the, okay, so Brandon had never flown before. Um, just stop smoking just smoked, cigarettes. Yes, and I decided to take this guy on a plane. So, you were extremely nervous. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. so, yeah. And so remember the stewardess was like, you know what? I, she had to like say her little speech of like, you know, during the flight, blah, blah, blah. So then instantly I'm all like, Hey, can we have superhero names? Because you know, our life, you know, we're all these people's our lives. And so well, I'm making jokes. Yeah. yeah. We'll back up a little bit. Cause yeah. she started talking to just us and yeah. she's like, Hey, you know, like if anything goes wrong, um, can you like, you know, you're going to have to open up the door. And then, um, Remember, that's when you said yeah, that. yeah. And then I said that. And then the other people, because this was like, she was talking to the people on the other side of the plane too. Mm-hmm. And that one person did not understand English. So oh, really? yeah. So it really all came down to, um, me, the other person was like, kept falling asleep. So it really came down to me and Brandon saving the plane. But I don't think she realized the amount of like pent up rage yeah because brandon as she's like do you understand i'm like we need superhero names ha 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 then brandon says no i know yeah i was like yeah let me get to this part real quick yeah so she uh, uh, yeah so you say that and then um again the one person was sleeping so they didn't respond so they started just talking to us but the thing with if you if you have never had a nicotine addiction you do not understand how upset you get Mm -hmm. when you don't have nicotine and um i was no like nicotine sleep and fear i was just fucking raging so like the lady comes up to me and she's like okay do you think you can open up the door i was like lady i'm gonna rip this bitch open i was like don't you fucking worry about that i was like i got it the, the words w- every airline host is one of dude the lady's face was like oh like yeah. it was like in shock and terror at the same time i was like don't you worry i was like i'm gonna fucking rip this bitch yeah. open i was like don't even trip. I was like, I'm gonna kick this open. Like we're good. Like let's put the little slidey thing down. I'm solid. Yeah. Hang what's on fr- one sec. 
Okay, sorry about that. It's okay. So what was perfect though? It was like the perfect storm for this poor for this for poor stewardess, because literally it was like she couldn't get a decent response out of anybody. You know, she had the one person who couldn't speak English, one person who was falling asleep, then me cracking jokes about being superheroes, and then Brandon with his Hulk strength. <laughs> Just like. Do you remember what happened the night before? See with the earthquake, how the earthquake happens. It's like one o'clock in the morning. And then you guys are like, yeah. you guys are like, well, check San Francisco, make sure it's still on the map. Yeah. Like, is the, tarmac, is the tarmac okay? Like, is everything still operational? Like, it was like a 3.1 earthquake. Yeah. It, was, it was barely enough to like make the, make your drink move. And I don't know why I stopped smoking cigarettes that night because I think. Well, it, well, you were doing a life change. Yeah. You were doing a life change. And so we were trying to get you out of your comfort zone. So that's why we were going up to San Francisco because you had never flown before. So it was kind of like. Th- that was all part of your evolution of you doing a life change back yeah. then. And if you had never flown before, don't look out the window your first fucking time. It's, no, you have to. Why, dude? Because I was like, cool. Okay, get, so dude, okay, so get this. So yeah, mom, okay. you were going to punch me in the face yeah, because you I thought was I was going to pass that. out. No, because, okay, so the stewardess, for some reason, she's all like, yeah, these four got it. You know what? If yeah. we crash, whatever. So then we go to take off and Brandon's nicotine rage fear is just you know, just growing as the, as the plane is moving. And so then he's like, his leg is shaking. His arms are shaking. No, just my leg. My leg was shaking so fast. Yeah. But you were like, your leg was shaking so fast. All of you was shaking. Yeah, yeah. And finally I'm looking at him and I'm like, I have to make a decision. If anybody sees him, they're going to like stop the plane. So I'm all like either calm down or I'm going to fucking knock you out. Yeah. Dude, she literally said that to me. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, sh- shut up. Once we got to like, to, um, I guess gliding elevation or like the, the height where we can chill. She's yeah. like, um, and we kind of had our coffee and everything from the person. She's like, you know, I was literally gonna, yeah, I was about to punch you in the throat. Yeah. She's like, I was about to punch you in the throat. I was like, well, that's fucking cool. <laughs> I mean, well, I and then, it would have been a love throat punch. Yeah. And then I almost got indicted into, I don't know if that's the correct word, but I almost inducted, inducted into um, Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, yeah. Because some guy came up to me. He was like, Hey, he's like, have you heard? I was like, heard what? Uh, you're I like, like, I hear a lot of things. I was like, I don't know what I'm hearing, but whatever you got, I'll <laughs> yeah, take. I'd yeah. love to. Yeah. So, okay. So I, I told Brandon that he came, you know, this close to getting throat punched and knocked out on the plane. Then, and I love you dearly, Brandon, but your, your bladder is the size of a kitten. You have the world's worst timing <laughs> didn't i also stare someone down in the the monotrain because uh, he thought that he was funny well okay so let's this is back up time. so okay we land and every time we land brandon you are like a de- defcon five or whatever for having to go to the bathroom I got a kid in the water. only time yeah. you have to use the restroom is when they're like hey okay the lavatories are closed you're like gotta go yeah and i li- do okay i well yeah it's, this, it's not even just a mention airplanes it's literally anywhere you are in life no i like remember that time for christmas when we were like you're like i have to pee and mom's like just pull over the side of the road and just pee right here you're like ah, 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 ah. i had to pee so bad it hurt like oh it my hurt God. my bladder I know, but no, okay so okay so we land you know you have your emergency having to go to the bathroom then you know the nicotine starting to like really kick in but you're not you're not you're not smoking and i really appreciated that then for some reason back then we didn't know san francisco as well yeah. so we always got off at the wrong station mm-hmm. And then walk the wrong way for three blocks just mm-hmm. to walk back the other way. So we had just passed um, the um, Trans-American building. And right there, there's a huge Scientology yeah. building. And the guy was out front and he's all like, hey, young man, 
do you want to come in and watch a movie that will change your life? And you're like, I love movies. Yeah, dude, pretty much. I was <laughs> like, cool, bro. I was like, I'll take it. So if you were like, if you were like, people are always running, like, how do they get people to recruit? That's, that's yeah. Wrong. So you know what? I'm sitting there and he like hands Brandon a little pamphlet. Brandon's all like, hey, let's go watch a movie. You know, you can hear like the bills going off inside. Like we got another one. Yeah. So I'm like, I take the pamphlet out of his hand. I hand it back to him. I'm like, he's not watching your movie. And we keep going. And then that's when, you know, we got into the city. We got into the hotel. And, you know, you did really, really good, except for the the next day. Yeah, remember? that's when the nicotine craving started hitting. Yeah, really bad. And that's when we were on um, the, You're the on Muni. The Muni. Yeah. Yeah. So remember we, you guys called me. Yeah, and we couldn't fit. <laughs> so Brandon's all like, it was just to the point where I'm panicking because I didn't know what stop to get off mm-hmm. on. Brandon's literally like chewing on the um, the railing thing. Yeah. I mean, he's like eating metal because he has such a craving for um, for nicotine. And so I'm trying to call Robert to figure out what station to get off of. And finally, I'm like, you know what? I got to get off the fucking thing. Yeah. I can't be on here anymore. But you guys got off like 10 blocks 10 away. 10 blocks away. away. And I'm just like... Brandon's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get a a pack of cigarettes. And I'm like, I will buy them for you. I'm sorry. I want you to quit, but I cannot deal with you like this. So, but you eventually did end up quit smoking. I was so upset on that fucking train, the Muni train. I was like, you've been here how many times? And you don't know where the fuck you're going. Well, that side of they San Francisco all, is weird. Yeah, oh, I know, they but all look the same. In and, my mind, I was just like. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, this this creature is going to attack yeah. me and dismember me if I don't get him to where we think we're going to have to be sometime soon. Because I was at a pack a day. Yeah. That's yeah. when my height of smoking was. I was at a pack a day and I was trying to quit. So yeah. you have been to a play. Uh, oh yeah so oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so we went to a play for the first time and it was about um that was such a beautiful play. it was such a beautiful play i think i actually cried on it really cool. it, was so, it was just like there was one guy it was just a singular person no, there was two people there was one there was him and his therapist it was uh, he two- was the therapist no he was a, it was a two-person play there was two people in this <laughs> double uh there was a double double play but um, I said double <laughs> double person. It's a double play. It's yeah. a double person play. And um, the dude was um, he. So there was like a tragic accident because he was in like a coal mining thing. Mm-hmm. Um, something blew up. He lost his yeah. sight. He lost his arms. I think he lost his uh, yeah, just like an arm in his sight. Yeah. But he thought that he can actually see everything. It was mm-hmm. like that ghost pain or like yeah. that ghost phantom, phantom thing. Yeah. And like he said that he can still see and everything, mm-hmm. dude. But the, the, the way he acted and... Um, See, the premise of the story that is really cool, it's like in his mind and in his reality, he could see he had limbs and he was fine. In reality, he wasn't. So his therapist was working with him to try to bring him into reality. But as he was being brought into reality, his pain started setting in. So the premise of the story was, is he was better left off in his world of where he was instead of facing the reality of where sure. he really was. And it was just the, this, it was just the, the story in itself was beautiful. But catch this. So not only after a beautiful play, we also catch a fucking Uber with oh. a homeboy that goes up the wrong direction of a street. Well, a lot of Uber drivers aren't from San Francisco. Oh, we know. They, yeah, they're we know. usually from like Mesa or like, like San Jose or yeah. something. He was 45 minutes out of the town. Yep. And then he's like, oh yeah. He's like, well, I just went up the wrong way street. I was like, oh, cool. Brandon and I are in the back and Brandon looks at me. I'm like, 
go kitten. Yeah. And we just lose like we just are all limp in the back seat. We're like, if we're gonna if we're gonna crash, you know what? Yeah. We're gonna try to be as limp as possible. Yeah. But then that's when we also found Golden Boy Pizza. Yeah. yeah that place in fact, you're wearing the shirt today. I am. Yeah. It's fucking bomb pizza. You guys are trying to drive up like Lombard Street or something? I don't know, dude. It was a big no, street we, going up. There's not even is there a lot of one way streets? No, in because where it was yeah. we were over by Russian Hill. Oh, okay. So we were kind of like over up that way. And, and it wasn't really that it was a one-way street. He was on the wrong side of the street. No, it was a... You, cars are coming down. You can't go up. It's no. just going down. Yeah, no, he, it, was, it was definitely interesting. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was, it was a cool trip. And it was a really... Um, I always enjoy traveling with both of you. Flying back, though, was a lot of fun. I enjoy yeah. it now. Hmm. But yeah, you you fly fine now. Yeah. Oh no! When I try to fight someone who thought he was funny on a train, I think we went up to Washington. Yeah. To go see Kimmy, but some dude thought he was funny, and I just fucking. There's a train in Washington. Well, like, oh, there's a train in the terminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And I, I forgot what he said, no, but he the, did the tra- something. The tram would have had to have been in San Francisco because, in Washington, um, she picked us up from the airport. What, what airline did you guys fly in Washington? I don't if, if you flew Alaskan, you probably were in the. There's a train, like an underground subway. I think that's what we did. Did we? If you, if I don't you land know. in the Alaskan but, terminal, there's a subway. I mean, I, I oh, totally remember. So. Yeah, because I mean, I remember that fucking thing. And he said something. Was it fancy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was just really upset at this guy. He mm-hmm. said something, and then I said something back, mm-hmm. and then like he death stared me the entire time. Yeah. I can't remember what it is, and I do apologize about this. But You're like, probably an idiot anyway, dude. Was, was, I mean, obviously it wasn't funny, and obviously it wasn't impactful enough for you to remember, dude. So. And he kept walking in front of us, and he kept looking back. I mean, I just kept staring him guy? down. Oh, you get like into a lot something. of fights at airports. Because remember when we were getting off the plane in San Francisco, and you were trying to get back to the seat because you had yet to again pee. your kitten bladder kicked in, and oh yeah, that fucking <laughs> bitch. Yeah, he was like, "You can't cut." You're like, "I'm not cutting. I'm trying to get to my seat." And yeah, he's like, blah, 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 blah. yeah, dude, that's right. And then you were like, "You guys had the most passive aggressive white guy argument." You're like, "Have a great day." And he was like, "Have fun." Oh and yeah. You were like, "I hope you enjoy your trip." You and enjoy he, yours more. Yeah. yeah, dude. Well, he he was a fucking school teachers so i was like damn dude i was like you're a great school teacher or just shut up yeah well i mean you you mouthed off a little bit to him too because you know you can't let anybody talk to your brother like that nobody wishes your brother a good day without you stepping nobody tells my brother to enjoy himself but i was just laughing it off dude because i was like this fucking guy obviously they're not gonna throw so fuck it yeah dude yeah. But I mean, it's just like, I mean, but the crazy thing is like now on airplanes, everybody's like having a big fucking problem on airplanes. Yeah, airplanes every, I think every, patients have just are at all time zero with anything anymore. Yeah. So like, I think airplane would be the wrong time to, to pick a fight. You know, yeah. what's really weird. It's, it's, I've, I've had two people tell me lately and I didn't even put two and two together because I'm, you know, my kids are not school age, but, um, how difficult their kids are having a hard time trans tr- transitioning back into school Yeah, I reckon. after being homeschooled for like a year and a half, like the social skills mm-hmm. and the pressures and everything. It's like, it's the psychological, I, I, I didn't even really put two and two together about how, um, how that affected the kids. Oh, I yeah. was like, well, what do you mean? I mean, I think you two would have been fine at home. Well, we wouldn't have learned. <laughs> yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? I'm like, yeah, we did do it. Yeah. Did you do your math homework? Uh-huh. You're like, what's two plus two? And you're like, at least 11. You're like, that sounds right. I would I would, I would, would have pretended to be you during the Zoom meetings. I would have put like a hat on and yeah. pretended to be Brandon. Dude, I cheated in school anyways. Yeah. Dude. But I think, well, I think what it is now is like, I mean, I, I have a lot of anxiety when I'd go with crowds and stuff. You know, like I just don't, I mean, I've never really cared for people, but like being in crowds of people kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I never really liked it. Like I remember we used to, I remember at Huntington Beach, they had the, 
the U.S. Open, and there was a concert of MGMT, and they, like everybody, Arian and Ducky and Luke and and everybody, they went like went to the front, and I was like, Nah, I'll see you guys later. And I literally left the concert and just chilled by myself because I hate crowds. Dude, when I went to um, the three day reggae festival, I think it's called uh, California Roots, I think, mm-hmm. and I was with my ex girlfriend at the time. Um, we were almost like in the middle in Cypress Hill oh, was playing. Oh, it me crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. And Cypress Hill was playing and um, she started having a panic attack. She's like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. So then I pretty much like it was me, her and another friend and we fucking just beelined it to the back. Yeah. But I mean, it was still so much fun. Like big groups mm-hmm. like that. Nah, dude, I don't, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't trust I'm the people a, around I'm, me. I'm, yeah. That's the thing is I don't know my exits. I don't know who's around uh, me. I don't know what's going to happen. It's like I have people behind thing. me. Yeah, yeah. It's like I have people behind me. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, that's why but, sometimes like at the gym, I think people think I'm staring at them, but I'm really just like, I, you know, you kind of have to like, it's hard to turn off and I'm always looking around. I'm always seeing who's here, you know, oh, what yeah, people dude. are doing. I don't know. Maybe it's something that like with the GCF and like being out in other countries, you're like, you have to like really know your surroundings. And so I'm eyeing everybody. And I think sometimes people think I'm staring at them, but I'm really just like, it's like Mac. I'm giving everybody an ocular pat down. <laughs> dude, it's funny. Like when I started riding my motorcycle, I was mm-hmm. talking to Ray and Ray was like, um, he was like, um, Oh my, I just had the fucking word. Um, it's not paranoid. Oh, it's paranoid. So he's yeah. like, he's like, I was like, yeah, you know what's so crazy? Sometimes I'm just paranoid because like, I feel like I'm going to get hit by a car. He's like, no, it's just another sense. He's like, you know, you know, being paranoid is just having like a sixth sense. You know, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. it's once you're not paranoid and you yeah. think that nothing's going to happen, something's going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, but the second every- you let your guard down. Exactly. So I'm always paranoid that something's going to happen. See, I think that's a, that's a generational thing. Cause I think that that comes from Papa to me, to you, yeah. because I mean, it's just, that's just the yeah, way we are. I don't trust people when they drive and like I ride my motorcycle. I don't know about you, but when I'm driving and okay, let's just say you're going down the road and then there's like that side street where somebody's going to be pulling out. Yeah. Do you, I just, I sit there and I watch their tires and mm. I, I i always check their tires if their tires keep moving i know they're not going to stop so then i start to break but to me it's like i don't trust people to drive well enough to be like yeah they're going to stop yeah i'm always like mm, but just in case when you're also on a motorcycle with no cage it's just oh yeah like, no you, you have to have, be even more dude so many people have been pulled out in front of me i've gotten mm-hmm. brake checked by some people it's just like on green lights too mm. dude okay so i was going down a road and um my my so of course two lane road you know like two cars in one and then two cars over to the left so i was in the right lane and i was going it was a free lane this fucking porsche pulls out in front of me it's a green light yeah stops really yeah dude i'm like are you fucking kidding me so they blast off so i fucking take off as well i go up next to the car i look over to my left this home dude's face was just sheer terror. Oh, sure. He, dude, he trying to like look forward. Yeah. yeah. Dude, well, he, he. Well, I looked and then he looked at me and he shook his head because usually if something like that happens, bikers just break your fucking side view mirror mm-hmm. because it's just you know. That's like what he knew he was wrong. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. He's like, he, it was his wife driving and he was just like, probably just, like he's oh, like, this is my car. I'm sorry. Like yeah, he's like, don't, please don't drive. fuck it up. Yeah. yeah, dude. But like the look on his face was just like either like he knew that he fucked up yeah. or like they fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But I just kept going because i didn't want to ruin some guy's nice See, car. the thing is, is if i accidentally pull out in front of somebody i'm always like sorry always you know always but it's like sometimes i mean it's people when i find sometimes i get a little irrationally angry when i'm driving but i've never had like road rage or anything See, i'm such a bad driver i'll wait until there's no traffic to pull out <laughs> so like i know like sometimes like you can like pull out like if there's like nobody in that one lane i'll wait until there's no traffic and so i'll go with like 10 cars behind me 
um, I'm trying to go and I'm like, nope, not safe yet. See, this is yeah. me at the stoplight. I'm going to you know, like if somebody's like tailgating me and I, I brake check them, I probably shouldn't, but I do. I can't help it. Brandon does that too. Yeah. I just go slower. Yeah. yeah. Brandon's like, cool. How's 30 feel? Yeah. yeah. Dude, always. Always. And then like if, if for some reason, and then we get to the stoplight and they pull up next to me or they're behind me, this is, this is how I think. I'm all like, oh yeah, bitch, you get out of your car. I'm going to take off my shoe and I'm coming at you. Yeah. Insta- that's just, but that's how I drive. It's a constant, like smackdown yeah see whenever it's nighttime because I, I have a hard time judging nighttime cars yeah. just because feel like the lights really fuck with the my lights eyes. are really bright they really fuck with my eyes and um that's the only time i'm really wary but mm-hmm. during the day i'm like fuck it dude i'm just gonna blast past yeah. everybody yeah i know if, when we leave at work at the same time i always like to just i go home i don't have my music on you know that's just like my one time just to kind of just kind of like drop back into myself after yeah. a day at work I'm always driving probably a little bit under the speed limit, if you not do. the speed limit. And then I'll just be sitting there and I'll say, it's Brandon. there's Brandon. Brandon's yeah. like, screw it. I'm getting home. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be driving. I'll be like, you know, just think about something. I'm like, oh, I'm going 50 in the far left lane. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I should probably speed up. Dude, every time I see one of those people like you, yeah. I'm just like this fucking guy. Yeah, I'm not in that guy. And I'd fucking just pull over to like yeah. the yeah. left. And I just on pass Friday people. when um, I got to work on Friday, uh, I was driving down the freeway and I saw these this, these headlights coming up and I'm like, that's my baby. And it was Brandon. Well, I saw he, Brandon on the freeway and I'm such a weird mom. It's like, I see you guys all the time, but yeah. if I see you in a car and it's like an accidental meeting, I get all starstruck. I'm yeah. all like, Oh, I know them. See, and the funny thing is that like, I saw her go onto the freeway. So going North and, um, I, I kind of stayed behind her cause I was like, <laughs> I don't really want she anything. Be weird. Well, you know what's going to happen if you catch her. Exactly. If she catches you. So like she goes over to the 215 and I just fucking book it, dude. I was like, fuck this. I, I still free. made it to work before you. Whatever. I was parked. And then I, okay. So then I had his overalls in my car. So I'm waiting. Which we tried, I tried on today and yeah. they're way fucking back. Yeah, you kept saying that. They were like, these are really thick down below. Yeah, and I was like, like, yeah, they're, they're like work pants. I, my other car hearts aren't like that. Well, they probably had a different style of, they're probably uh, a different style of overalls. I mean, I'm still going to rock. Them. I was telling yeah. mom about the forklift. How like you had like this? There was like that line that you wouldn't cross. I didn't want to say because we were taking photos next well, to the forklift. Well, does but not yeah? On because the I I even told Robert I said forcing him to do something he's not comfortable in the pictures aren't going to turn out anyway yeah. because you're not going to be in that it, comfortable. Ultimately, zone. I don't think they would have turned out great either if you were on the forklift because there wasn't a good way to take a photo of you sitting in the forklift. Yeah, but the so, Joe Dirt way was fucking Joe Dirtay. Joe Dirtay. The Joe Dirtay way. Yeah. I mean, that one looked pretty good. Yeah, no, they all turned. I mean, they all turned out well, and we did it, you know, within your comfort zone. So anyway, getting back to the story. So I made it to work before Brandon, and because, and then I waited for him because, you know, I wanted to wait for him. Yeah, I and don't know why. Because I had your overalls in my car, and I already had my hands full, and I'm like, I'm just gonna wait here, and then he can put him in his car. Yeah. So I'm waiting there. He pulls up. We wave. He parks. He's like, "Wow, creeper, what are you doing?" And I'm all like, "I'm waiting for you. I'm not yeah. creepy." Yeah. Maybe she just didn't. Well, you do wave like a like a John. You know what I'm not gonna say. It. No, it's fine. I I wave sometimes when I wave. I look like Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all like. Yeah, but but you do it out of you do it out of like, out of like a love. Yeah. A creepy I, love. Again, you know what? I, I don't understand why I do what I mm-hmm. do, but sometimes I get all starstruck when I see you two in, in, in situations. And you know, well, it's, it's like uh, it's like one of those people who are like you know, like after they've broken a leg or something like that, and they walk around. You're like, look at good for you walking around by yourself. <laughs> you know, like look at you go. You know what's crazy, dude? When you do break a leg and you have like that, um, 
like a, not a cast, but like what the other little like thing, a, like, a, like a splint. No, no, like a. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, it's and like I can't. A boot kind of thing. Yeah, oh, that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, so boot. boot. So when I fr- when I broke my leg and I had the boot on, walking fucking sucked, yeah. dude. I mean, because uh, like you don't your your foot stays stationary, so it's like you walking can't, like a peg leg. Yeah, dude. So yeah. like you don't have like that fluid motion in your foot, like you know when your ankle rolls up and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So like. When you're walking with the boot, it fucking hurts. And then, mm. like, once you take off the boot and you try to walk around, it hurts even more. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I was going to say, the only time I've had a cast on is when I had surgery on my foot. Uh, casts are not fun. No. I, I broke my arm once. Yeah. Yep. Broke two toes. Yep, yep, nope. I was skateboarding. I was, I think, 15. Got some, um, it was me and Lisa after school, and it was behind her house, and I didn't have on the right shoes to, or yeah, I didn't have on the right shoes to skateboard. So I wore a pair of her shoes that were a size too big. Mm-hmm. So then we went skateboarding and then I started going too fast. So I jumped off because I, you know, I was going to run it out, but I had on her big like some shoes. Clown shoes. <laughs> I had her big clown shoes on. Recipe for disaster. Down I go. And so instantly I knew something was wrong. It was my left, my left wrist. And, um, so I'm like, that really hurt. And I was a, I guess I was, I was always kind of amping up my injuries as a kid, just because I, you know, that attention that, yeah, because I wanted the attention. Yeah. So, um, I went home and I told Barbu and Papa, I'm like, you know, this really hurts. I think it broke my arm. And they're like, well, can you move your hand up and down? You know, like that motion. And I could, but I couldn't do like the princess. Yeah, you couldn't like rotate the, it. yeah, I couldn't rotate. I couldn't do the princess wave. So they're like, "Yep, yeah, it's not broken. If you can do the up and down motion, it's not broken." I'm like, "It really hurts." So they're like, "Go take a bath." Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, where'd you hear that, Brand? So, so I went in there and I'm sitting in the bathtub in lukewarm water, and I'm like, "This is not helping my hand any." Yeah. So I um, went to school the next day. Just hurt so bad. And then um, Barbu picked me up from the school bus as the, for some reason she picked me up and I'm like, mom, you got to take me to the doctors. I don't care. You have to take me. I can't stand this anymore. And she looked at me straight in the face and she's like, if it's not broken, I will break it before we leave. Mm. Because I don't know. She was, like I said, she was maxed out and, and she was just didn't want to really have to do it. So she takes me to the doctors. They x-ray it. I remember sitting there and Dr. Brass comes back in. And he's all like, yep, it's broken. And I just turned and I looked at her and it was like, told you. She felt so bad. So anyway, Brandon, where did you hear that story? Mm, That was when I almost broke my other leg. So I was into parkour, hardcore parkour when I was in in middle school. Mm -hmm. And um, our next door neighbor was insanely fucking strong and like just athletic as fuck. And, um, so what we were doing is those blue lunch tables, yeah. um, how they have like the seat, there's a gap in between and then the table itself. So he would one hop, I mean, and it was about like a six foot hop, just mm-hmm. one hop each table. I was like, I got this. It never goes good. So I went, <laughs> I hopped, I hopped, I hopped. My left leg goes straight in between my entire body's like momentum yeah. pulls me up. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't break my leg. Um, but like kind of up top next to my knee, it just, it was, it was almost like a half pipe, just how like curved yeah. and indented yeah. it was. And, um, I, I think I started crying cause it hurt so bad. 
and everybody helped me get home and I call mom and I was like, Hey, I think I might've like broke my leg. Yeah. She's like, go take a bath. Yes. I was like, dope. Yeah. And I, I started taking the bath. I was like, yeah, no, this doesn't <laughs> help. Now I'm just yeah. wet and in pain. Yeah, dude. And then we go, but it wasn't broken, which insanely, I don't know how. Okay, so the back to the other side of that story, and it doesn't get any better, and this definitely is not redeeming on my part, but I worked at um, Heritage over there by Chili's, and everybody yeah. was going out for, um, for drinks. Hour. Yeah, yeah, for happy hours after work, and I really wanted to go. And um, you know what? And Brandon, I love you dearly, but you hurt yourself a lot that never and really... And everything was always like it, everything, the end of the world. Yeah. Everything was always okay, you know? Dude, I... Oh, oh so I no, cracked my elbow. Okay. I fucked up okay, both okay, wrists, wait, 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 my let ankles. Me fin- let, me finish, let me finish my story. So in my mind, I'm thinking, it's just another false alarm. Yeah. It's no big deal. I didn't say it was right. I'm just saying my side, you know, what I'm thinking in my head, um, it was a delivery. I'm watching it. And so I'm all like, yeah, no, everything's going to be fine. So Brandon, go take a bath. It worked really well for me as a child. I'm sure it's going to work out just as well for you. So I went and I went to my happy hour thing. And I remember coming home and you were laying on the ground in front of the TV with a big old blanket on because you were in shock. Which I shouldn't <laughs> laugh, but, but you were. And then I'm all like, okay, let's see this so-called wound. And you like pulled the blanket back and your leg was just purple and swollen and i'm all like oh oh okay yeah. maybe i should have passed on chilies so yeah that's when you pushed me in the wheelchair yeah, and then and hit so every we, single thing that we could i did yes, yes you did okay so then no i didn't yes, yes you did uh, yes. what was i no, you were no, pushing no. me in the wheelchair where were so, you near a wheelchair when we i went to the went, hospital we Ugh, went I wasn't no we went to urgent care we went to the urgent care that was in the parking lot of the hospital because that's right yes so that's no. when dad came. No, that's no, when dad no, came. No, no, this is a different McDonald's. one because you're right. Because we were in, in no, we were in the hospital. You were there too. I was not there. You were there. Yeah, they gave Brandon a wheelchair because I couldn't get him in from the car. So you were steering the wheelchair and you were running him into everything. I mean, that sounds like me, but I don't remember this at all. Yes. Yeah. How dude. old was I? Two years older than me. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. So you were like in 10th grade. So I don't remember that. So anyway, I remember it. Yes. So the, I even remember the x-ray technician guy was like, oh, wow, dude, are you okay? And you're like, I took a bath. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. No <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clean. Yeah, dude, I cracked my chin open three times. Yeah. Yep. But you didn't, but it wasn't broken. No, you know, It was just horribly disshapened and bruised. But Which, dude, I seriously, till this day, It probably would have been better know. if you had broken it. It would have probably been better yeah. if I broke it. So the, the, the moral of this story out there is if you're listening, if... Your child hurts themselves and they think they might have broken a bone. A bath does not help. No, it doesn't. Nope. No, it does not. I've never broken a bone, but as one time when I was doing yoga, we were going from downward dog to warrior two and you had to put your leg in through your hands. And I must, I must have been like really lazy that day and I didn't like raise, raise oh, my I leg high that. enough. And so my pinky toe got <laughs> caught on my yoga mat and it went, I felt it like pop. And I looked down and my pinky toe is going like, it's going like, four, it's 45 degrees the other way. And it felt like major pain. And I was like, oh, this ain't good. So I grabbed it and I popped it back in. And it was sore for a little bit. but It was really black. I mean, yeah, I remember, blue, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. black and blue, black, black and blue for a long time. Yeah, yeah, dude, I broke two toes. One on my friend's heel because we were running and I was drunk on the beach. And I kicked the back of his heel mm-hmm. and I broke a toe. Yeah. And then the other one was an ottoman. And I was trying to pick up a pair of socks. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ottoman won. Saw this video the other day of these two guys playing soccer, but the soccer was a bowling ball and the ref like, like drop, like drops it. And then when he drops it, one of the guys kicks it 
and it lands right on this guy's foot and he goes down immediately. Oh, he's wow. Like, he's, like, he's like laughing and like the rocks never makes a goal. And he's like, you suck, dude. And the other <laughs> like dying. Dude, well, getting something heavy dropping on your foot hurts so bad. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, just, and that's the thing is, it's like, if you break your toe, the only thing that they can do is like tape it to the other one. There's they can't nothing, do shit. They can't do it because it's such a tiny little bone. Well, yeah, I mean, at least with the finger, you get like a cute little finger cast, mm-hmm. but like with the toe, you're pretty much fucked. You know, mm-hmm. they're just like, tape it to the other one. You're yeah. good. Go toe? take a bath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing really you can do about it. Yeah. So, okay. So we haven't gotten to good things that have happened to us this week. Okay. So I will go first. And the good thing that happened to me this week is, is I am now pain free of your ribs. Yeah. For my, for my rock climbing experience, which I, I didn't really put it out there on social media. So nobody knows, but I did do my first day of rock climbing and I maimed myself the very first day. You were going really hard, you know? Yeah. And that's just the thing. It's, it's like, I, I can see on paper how old I am. Mm Mm-hmm. But my, my, my brain is all like, Oh, Lana, you can still do it. And I was really proud of myself for how much I did. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I just went for that one last reach and I, my right side, I pulled or ripped or did something up my right side. And it wasn't all, I was in a lot of pain. Yeah. And then of course, you know, I'm all like, Oh, I just need to stretch it out. So that's when we went back on Wednesday and I hung on the wall and my, whatever it was that was ripped was like, yeah, I'm just going to rip all the way. Yeah. Now. I'm just going to inflame. Yeah. So I was telling Robert on the way home, I'm all like short, shallow breaths, or you're going to go to the ER. But yeah, but no, I feel great now. And I'm excited to get back into rock climbing. I'm going to know my limits. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to the easy runs. I'm going to go up and I'm going to come Are down. Are you going to come with us tomorrow? Yes. Okay. Yes, if that's okay. Yeah. And I'm going to stretch out prior. Um, and I'm just going to take my time and just enjoy the moment. Yeah. So good news for my for me this week is I am no longer in excruciating, um, just horrible pain. I can actually sleep on my right side yeah. now. And so yay for me. That's a good one. A win for the old people. That's a good point. Um, okay, so one good thing that happened to me was I went to the dentist on Monday. Well, how'd that go? It was good. They said I had no cavities. Are you kidding me? I don't know why you guys think okay, that. Okay. Okay. I for one thing, I'm really proud that you went to the dentist. Yes. I think that is super. It's been good. a couple of years. I told Brandon what they told you and yeah, Brandon he said the exact same thing. It right? says the exact so same I thing. Was, okay. So when I get to the dentist, mm-hmm. they do your X-ray. Mm-hmm. After the X-ray, the dentist comes in. Mm-hmm. The dentist said I look like this famous pitcher for the Pirates. I forget his name because of my mustache. He goes, oh, like, "You look yeah, just like yeah. that one guy. He he plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates in 1980 something." Yeah, I'll tell you who that is. And I was like. Oh, either he thinks I'm athletic and I know sports or he thinks I'm that old that I would know who this pitcher is in the 80s is. And I just said, yes. <laughs> and the nurse was like, the nurse who was assisting him was like, who's that? And I was like, you don't know? I was like, and I looked at the doctor. I was like, she doesn't know. You he, said that? Yeah. And he was like, I know she doesn't know. She's like, she's young. And I was like, tell her doctor, tell her who he is. And so he explained. I'm like, yeah. And so I kind of piggybacked whatever he was saying. Um, but yeah, so I get my, you know, my teeth cleaned. Doctor's like, all right, dude, you look good. You know, for for how long? Because I haven't been in the dentist since 2016. It's been a long, it's been a minute. It's been five years. Yeah, because I, at one point, you know, with Barbu passing and things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I just kind of put it off. And then I would go. And then they'd, like the last time I, I went before, I tried going before I left for Africa last year. And I get there and they were like, no, you don't have health insurance. And I was like, then who am I giving my money to? 
And so it was like this huge debacle. And I was like, fuck it. I'm never going to the dentist. I'm just going to become a pirate. It'll be fine. <laughs> and I, um, you know, I was, and then eventually I was like, you know what? I should probably go. And I go, I get my teeth cleaned. And the dentist's like, hey, you know, nothing's good. You know, you're looking great. Blah, 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 blah. The dental hygienist comes in. She cleans my teeth. And she was like, okay, I'm going to put this stuff on. Just don't drink anything hot or eat anything hot for six hours. And I was like, Was sure, it Larry McWilliams? I don't know. Can I see a picture? Mm, maybe. I mean, his mustache. Yeah, well, maybe. The, yeah, maybe it was him. The guy in the A's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the guy in the A's look, looks just like Brent or Robert. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the guy, yeah, she was like, don't eat or drink anything for like six hours. And I was like, sure, yeah, it's, yeah, it's no big deal. It's all good. And so I tell mom this and mom goes, are you sure you... Are yeah, you that's sure Larry that's, McWilliams. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so I tell mom and she was like, no. And I was like, what do you mean no? She was like, are you sure you didn't get a cavity filled? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think I, I think those are two <laughs> different things. You know, I don't think anybody, like, I don't think the doctor is like, yeah, let's fill the cavity. You know, forget cleaning your teeth or anything like that. And I was like, I think I would know if I got a cavity filled. Um, it's two different sensations, but she was like, I've never heard of that. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, okay. Cause nobody, yeah, you don't, okay. you, guys, well, you guys must go to the different dentist than I do. No, no. I go to a different, di- we all go to different dentists. No, we go to the same dentist. Yeah, we go to you, same dentist. You're okay. They, they put the fluoride on your teeth yeah. and then they tell you not to eat or drink for 20 minutes. Nope. That's not what yeah, she said. She no, said no, I can eat exactly and drink. It. She said I can eat and drink immediately. It just no. can't be hot for six hours. Why? Cause she's the, I don't know. No, because you got the, you you heard wrong. No. Yeah. It's six dude. hours and twenty minutes do not sound similar. That and well, why would you say six hours? She's in her respected field, so obviously I'm going to listen to her. Mm. I mean, I also had a doctor tell me I had kidney stones, which I don't. Mm. So yeah. he was like, "You either have two kidney stones. One is a 0.3 millimeter, and one's a 0.5 millimeter. One in each kidney, or they're shadows. Turns out they're fucking shadows, and I am actually allergic to iodine." <laughs> okay, but like that's a lot different than hey, don't brush your teeth or don't, don't eat anything so. for twenty minutes. Yeah, well, like, having kidney stones and not eating soup is is different. I don't know on dude. paper and off of paper. I mean, I think those two okay, things are similar. I, I, I don't know. I think you misheard the instructions and you were misdiagnosed. How do I? Yeah, how do I mishear? Nothing. Nothing that she had said sounded like don't eat anything for twenty minutes. Yeah, well, don't, don't, eat or, don't eat or drink anything yeah. for 20 minutes and then you're yeah. fine. But the worst part is going, finally getting bullied into going to the dentist, going to the dentist, and then getting told that <laughs> when you went to the dentist that you're a liar. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I went to the dentist. And mom was like, no, everything that you just said was wrong and now you're lying. She's like, are you sure you went to the dentist? Are you sure this wasn't a fever dream? And I was like, yeah, no, I remember. Hmm. Yeah, no. Well, I, I really am proud of you for going to the dentist because I think, again, I think... Uh, you know, taking care of yourself is important. Well, the thing is like, okay, so I had, I had put it off, put it off, put it off. And then eventually it was like so long that I felt embarrassed to go. Yeah. That so happens. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just, you know what? I don't really, George Washington had wooden teeth. I'm bringing it back. Are you sure? I thought he had horse teeth. <laughs> tomato, <laughs> tomato. <laughs> he, he, didn't he, had, have, he didn't have like one But you're, one missing, you're missing the bigger picture. <laughs> no. The bigger picture is that he had teeth. You know what? Whatever. Horse well, teeth, wooden well, teeth. Dude, I mean, all his teeth are gone. Well, now... Well, you're dead. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just, well, I'm proud of you for going regardless. Yeah. So, Brandon, how about you? Um, Pam's got a lot of fun. She's, she's actually getting big. She's Well, she's getting fluffy. Yeah. yeah. It's because winter's coming. So, like, fl- she gets a lot fluffier. Mm. And she gets fluffy quick. Um, but, no, I've been kind of just 
playing around with Pam, and I met a super cool chick today while I was climbing. Yeah, Ooh. you mentioned you were really stoked on that. Yeah, yeah. she's dude. really good at rock climbing. You were she's saying. insane, dude. And you're she, getting really good at it too, though. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I just you know it was just fun. You know. Now, do you think Pam is picking up on your energy because you're like in a, a happier spot? Do you think maybe she's like feeling a little bit more like I she can approach you? Well, she approaches me at the wrong time, so like well, that's, that's, a cat, that's cat logic. Well, yeah, I understand that, but like every time now, if I don't wake up at a certain time, she'll literally sit on my bed, uh, a couple of feet away from me, and meow, and then meow louder and louder and louder until I wake up, and she's like, "Oh hey, oh you're up, <laughs> hey, can you feed me?" What a coincidence! Yeah, yeah. but um, she used to do that, and I would get upset, and I'd kind of like shoo her away. But and she would stand on my chest and meow in my face. But now she stays a little bit away. She didn't do that today, then. No, huh? she stays arm distance. Yeah. So like yeah. I don't shoo her. Yeah. Um. No, but she seems like she's just kind of getting a lot friendlier. Mm. I mean, I know she's only like still three years old. Mm. She's about to be three. Um. But it's still crazy to think like sometimes I'm just like, oh, cool. You know, like why aren't you friendlier? Yeah. But she's a cat. She's an alley but, cat. But yeah. not only that, but you have to remember. I mean, you you are getting through years of like her just being on the street and her oh, not yeah. having that human contact. So she basically, you're, you're teaching her how to have human contact. Yeah. And the, the new cat tree we got her, that's just actually that looks so like cool. a tree. Yeah. How many cat trees does she have? Cause Four, every week there's a five, yeah. five now we got to do another yeah, but are you one. Gonna, yeah. But are you going to get rid of a, cause you got the smaller tree. Are you going to get rid of some of the ones that she doesn't use? Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of the purple one. Yeah. So I have like a half built purple one that she's too big for that I thought she was tiny. Um, so I'm gonna get rid of that one. But she stalks me in the tree in the front room now. Yeah. So like she'll jump up and she'll like lay like sit there. And um, what's her predator instinct? Yeah, Kicking to hunt me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I am her prey. But yeah, no. Where are you gonna that. put the smaller one? In the game room. Oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Something I don't know, but yeah. No, that's, I that's think that's a it. really cool. Um, uh, to me, it's like she must just be so excited about it. Yeah. No, I feel like, you know, she's kind of breaking barriers. Yeah. Like you said, she hasn't had human contact. Yeah. So I think it's just she has to figure out how to do it mm-hmm. without. Um, well, it's, it's she, you're, you're, she, you are earning her trust because I mean. She's got to earn my trust. What? It's different though. No. What do you mean? No. <laughs> no. You're not an alley cat. You do have alley cat qualities. Yeah, and I see it in Pam. Yeah. I'm just like, dear. But I'm just saying she has come a long ways. Oh, yeah. You know, she she looks healthier. She looks more. I mean, you could just, she's just blossoming as a little kitty cat. Yeah, Yeah. until she stares at me. Yeah. And not to gloss over the fact that you met a nice girl today. Um, No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it was just, she was really cool. She's Mm -hmm. insanely good at climbing. Really cool chick. Um, I think we're going to be climbing tomorrow too. Yeah. And that's really cool. I think I love how when you like meet people doing something similar, I think that's a really cool way to meet people. Yeah. Well, she climbed the route that I was trying to get and she fucking bossed it. And I was like, okay, cool. Dope. A lot of guys would be intimidated by that. I thought it was dope, dude. Yeah. I mean, just like how much strength she has. Yeah. I was like, that's so rad. But let's go back to with Robert's statement because it is very, very true. Um, and you need to give yourself kudos for that. Why because, would I get upset at that though? No. Well, well, I'm not saying you would. I'm just saying that some dudes would find that intimidating, that that a girl would be better at a, a sport or like an mm-hmm. interest than 
than they are. Well, she's been gone for like 12 years. Yeah, but, I I'm, know, just, I but know. I know. I'm just saying because Robert, oh, that's oh, very oh, true. I'm that saying that oh, yeah, yeah, you were yeah, not yeah. you and you were like another dude. I'm just saying that like that's a typical reaction. So that, that, just, oh. that just says that you're confident in yourself. Yeah. yeah. Because a, a lot of times people tell me like, oh, if you wouldn't, if you weren't so strong or if you weren't this or if you weren't that, you would, you know, more, more men would be attracted to you. And I'm like, why would I have to change who I am mm-hmm. to have somebody be attracted to me? So a confident man doesn't care how strong or, you know, if, if, if a woman could do something better than they are, it's, it's a compliment to you. It just says that you're, con- you're confident in, oh, your, yeah. in yourself. Cause I can learn a lot from her. I mean, yeah. like, dude, yeah. I mean, she can teach me like a lot of different stuff, like while climbing and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really rad. Um, no, but I thought it was super cool that she was just buffing out fucking like V sevens. Oh, yeah. So, so with, with climbing, it goes from V zeros, which are very easy. To, I think like V twelves yeah. or like V I think indoors, I think V 10 is the highest. And then it, and it's just like, it starts now, to go she- Rock climb outdoors? No, she hasn't done that yet. Oh, but okay. she's just mostly indoor. But like, she, it's insane just to watch her do mm-hmm. like V sevens and like super simple. Then she starts doing like the black ones. I think are V tens. Yeah, they, they range between like and it's V just, nine to V ten. It's just like watching her slowly go up a wall like super meticulously mm-hmm. and just like it's the coolest thing I think I've ever seen. But I I like. I like that she's a lot better than me because I was just like, dude, that, that's dope as fuck. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe don't mention that your mother maimed herself on the first time that she went. Well, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, it would be kind of cool if you guys like developed a friendship and then you guys went to like actually go rock climbing outside. Like yeah. go to Joshua Tree or something. That, I actually brought that up. I was like, yeah, no, there's, like, there's a lot of boulding and stuff up in Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. But she... Then what happened? Have you been there? I've Sorry. never been to Joshua Tree once. It's okay, awesome. So if you, when you go to Joshua Tree and you're climbing a rock, what happens if you fall? Well, well, they have, they have, you bring your, so remember at the gym, you know how there's that pad that we kind of, yeah. you can kind of sling around? You have oh, that. so it's not super, super tall. It's, it's not no, like you're climbing half dome no, or boulders. No, if there's, they have what's called highball bouldering, which is like 20, 30 feet. But that's, I mean, that's really intense. So like an average boulder route would probably be like maybe 10 feet to mm-hmm. 12 feet. Well, and you, cool. you have a spotter and like, you know, you're not really doing anything that would put you in danger. Um, and so you have somebody there to kind of catch you and stuff. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the crash pad is only so big. Mm-hmm. So that's why Robert was saying like the spotter, mm-hmm. you, just in case you do go out of that boundary, you have a person there. And it's not like you're falling like on your back or on your neck. You're, you're chin, nine, I would say like 90% of the time you're falling, you're landing on your feet. Oh, okay. So you would just like, you would let go of your feet first and then your hands and then you... You know, Joshua Tree is one of the, uh, I mean, it's a California, it's a national park yeah. and it's fairly close and I've never been. You've never been either? No. Wow. You I guys, mean, would, I think you guys would both really like it. It's maybe really we cool. can do that. Well, I was going to, how far away is it? It's up in Hour and a half. Yeah. I was going to say, because I mean, our Thanksgiving tradition is to not do Thanksgiving. So maybe we can, if yeah, we there wanted to... There's a really good pizza shop up there called Pie to the People. And they have really, 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 really good pizza. I heard they also have really good apple pies. No. In Joshua Tree? Yeah. You think, are you not thinking of Julian? Julian? <laughs> they still both start with J's. <laughs> they do. They do both start with the J's. But Joshua Tree is um, it's really laid back. Um, it's out there past Palm Springs, right? Yes. No. No, it's, right? It, no, it's before it. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. So you would take... No, wait. Is it past Palm Springs? No. I think it's like past... Um, Cause you know how where Auntie Vicky used to live, isn't it up in the mountains up over that way? Yeah, you yeah. have to go through twenty nine. Do you have to go through twenty nine palms? No. Okay, because I mean I remember driving so you, up through. You, you drive you 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 go to um, Yakaipa and then Yakaipa then it's Joshua Tree. Really? Mm. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I was. I thought it was by twenty nine. Or no, Yucca. It's Yucca, not Yakaipa. Excuse me. Yeah, Yucca Valley. Yeah, it's over. It's out there. Like I think up in the mountains or past where Auntie Vicky used to live. Yeah, it's either. I mm-hmm. I, I want to say it's before. It's a couple of exits before Palm Springs. Yeah. 
So, okay, so the holiday season is coming up. Um, You know, we have... Spooky season. Spooky season. And then we have Thanksgiving and then we have Christmas. Mm -hmm. So... I think, you know, it, it's like a lot of times during the holiday season, a lot of people have a lot of stress mm-hmm. because so many, um, so much pressure is put on people during mm. the holiday season. So I thought it might be a, a cool time to share what our holiday traditions are because we basically, like I said, we don't have holiday traditions. And I think that's a really cool way to have the holidays with no pressures I mean, we don't have the traditional Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll end up like having French toast and bacon or something. It's always good. And then our Christmas is really super laid back. There's, It's not a whole lot of presents. It's more just like, hey, what do you want to do for the day? And I think that that really takes a lot of pressure off of us during the season so we can actually enjoy the seasons. Yeah. Well, I really for Thanksgiving, right? Because Brandon and I both, Brandon's more picky than I am. But, I you know, you would, I remember you would cook for like, 13, 14 hours, mm-hmm. right? And then we would, Brandon and I would eat ham and bread rolls. Yeah. And so for a long time, I was like, yo, why are we even doing this? Like, this is kind of nutty. And then it like progressively switched over to like, you know, hey, let's just have burgers or something. And now it's more of just like, hey, let's go do something. And the same thing with Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, Barbu said, you know, when she was in the hospital, she just wanted us to, you know, go to the beach and have a bonfire yeah. and stuff. And so that's been, our, that's been our tradition there is going to the beach and having a bonfire, which, which you know, I really like. Yeah. Yeah. The story on the Christmas is my mom was in the hospital and she never made it out, but she was, it was right about this time. And, um, she's like, you know what, if I get out of here, the only thing I want to do for Christmas is Mm -hmm. set around a campfire, you know, or a bonfire. I just want to set around there. And we incorporated that into our, um, Christmas Mm -hmm. tradition kind of to where for many years we would just go and um, go down to Oceanside and have a bonfire. Yeah. And, but we haven't been able to do that because um, California is experiencing such a horrible drought. We Did we do that? Did we not do it last year? Mm-mm. The, the beaches were washed out. Remember? We went, We ended up just actually going. No, we didn't do anything last year. Because it was COVID? a pan. Yeah, it was yeah. the COVID. Yeah, the year before that, we went and just looked at the ocean because... Um, I just I don't know why we didn't have a bonfire. Yeah, I don't remember. That was the year. That's the, that's when you started your um, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, because yeah, we went to we went to um, Ponto. We went to Ponto North. Yeah. Yeah. Right on that hill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. What, I think we did something here or something. I don't think we did because we that's, had a late we had a late start. Because remember we got out there like noon. Yeah, and I think that's when I got that new. I don't know if it was a Patagonia jacket, but like yeah, little, the puff jacket. Yeah, yeah, but like little kind of half sleeved one. Oh, yeah. the best! Sick. Yeah. yeah, that thing's sick. Yeah. I've always wanted one. Um, yeah, because you had the REI jacket and you never had a a Patagonia, and we got you the Patagonia vest. Yeah, but like the funny thing about me is like I don't really. It had been raining. I think that was what it is. Oh, because okay. remember? Yeah. Yeah, it was raining because we went down there. We're like, oh look, everything's washed out. And that's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not like a big brand person. Like, give me shit from Target. Like, I'm solid. Yeah, but Patagonia is a solid company. That yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had my Patagonia jacket for like seven years, and I've destroyed it. Like, I put it through everything, and it still holds up. I mean, well, it's perfect. Yeah, do you? I mean, they mm-hmm. take that shit like up in the mountains, like yeah. in the worst conditions, and they just last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Patagonia and REI are two companies that I really stand behind um, because I just think that they're really cool. They're really cool companies. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're red. And also, if, you know, I mean, I know, like, the holiday seasons are really stressful. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I mean, if you can take, like, a, just a moment to yourself and just really kind of, like, reflect on yourself and just, like, reflect on what you've even done and mm-hmm. how far you've come this year. Like, I'm proud of, Neve, I'm proud of everybody that's yeah. listening. And well, I'm proud of you yeah. guys. It's also hard for people, I'm sure. Like, they have to, like, 
be with relatives or family that's what i was gonna say there's so much pressure to like have this you know like everybody has to get together and it's like i can remember as a kid it's like we would have to open up our presents the day before on christmas eve because christmas morning was all about getting ready then we had to go down to my grandma's house for a certain amount of time then we had to go over to uncle thorny's house for a certain amount of time and then by the time we got back it's like we were too tired to even play with our toys and it was all about having to do things you know and not so much about being together Mm -hmm. that you know and, and we kept that tradition for a really long time and as our family got smaller it's, it seems silly to put all this pressure to do a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And now it's just more of like, Hey, let's just be together. And, you know, we've gone on hikes. Um, we'll go down to the beach. We, we usually just do something, um, just together. And yeah. it, it, it's not even so much about the food or, or any of that. It's just, just the moment. It's crazy how stressful they are. Like how stressful like holidays are mm-hmm. when they're supposed to be stress-free. Well, it's weird, too, especially, too, because it's like, oh, let's, it's, you know, Christmas is the time to be with the families. And you're like, I fucking hate my family. Yeah, like, Or like, just things like that are like, oh, my God, it, and everything is monetarily, too, like Christmas is, I mean, people get so under so much pressure to buy these gifts. Oh, we have to, sorry, not to interrupt, but we have to pay Rodrigo. There's oh, yeah. supposed to be a reminder. Oh, yeah, because did we that, have October, Did that not November. go off? Um, I, you know what? She said something to me, and I didn't It was really. on the 1st of October. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'll pay him. Okay. Um, but anyway, so what people get so pressured over, like, you know, I have to get this perfect gift to, to give to this person to prove how much I love them. And to me, it's like, that's not what Christmas is all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like getting you guys your gifts and stuff. But to me, it's more like, you know what, it's it's just spending the, ga- the day together and just being able to drop in and just be like, this is pretty cool. Oh, well, you also know? too, I mean, I think we just, we don't need anything. Instead, no. instead of trying to buy a gift that we don't technically need, it's just more like, hey, dude, what do you, what do you, you know, what do you want to do? Like, I learned a long time ago that the best gift to give somebody is an experience more than an, mm-hmm. uh, an actual thing. Yeah. So instead of buying you like, you know, a pair of shoes or buying you like a Game Boy or things like that, you're like, oh, let's go do something. Let's let's have a memory or have, let's have an experience together versus like, here's a thing. Yeah, you that's know? crazy. I mean, like, um, and sometimes like even if you did buy a gift like how how many times would they actually either play with it use it or like that like you kind of have to make the gift like um something that's an everyday use type of thing yeah and a lot of times it's like okay let's just say um you're trying to give somebody a gift and you you spend all this money and you're expecting a certain reaction if you don't get that reaction it's Mm -hmm. almost like oh wow that was that's a bummer you know and it's like all these really weird um you know feelings and emotions and to me it's just life is hard and life is stressful as it is and then these holidays come around and this there's so much social pressure to to have it look a certain way that if it doesn't look a certain way you're almost being told that your holiday is wrong yeah that's you are like you're like competing with other people yeah you know like you're like oh so and so put their lights up early like or like we have to get a we have to get a tree or like they have their lights, we have to get lights. Or like they bought this, we have to get this, and it's just kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, like, like oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Cut no, you no off. I was just saying, like, Christmas is like a huge dick measuring contest. It pretty much is. Like, it's so weird. Like you were saying, it's like, why does it have to be competitive when you just yeah. enjoy the time itself? Mm-hmm. I've always liked the way that like December feels. Oh really? Know, dude, just something about December. Like I've my, always enjoyed it. My favorite part about December is we have a the magnet um, <laughs> the, menorah. Yeah. A, a magnetic menorah we put on the refrigerator. And so we do Hanukkah 
um, the eight nights of Hanukkah, and then we do, and then we have our Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Yeah. So it's nice to celebrate both holidays, even yeah. though I mean we're not Jewish, but it's cool to it's cool to light the our fake menorah. <laughs> That's actually pretty sick. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, what was it when I I think I was twenty one, and I had my afro at the time. There was there's a picture I think somewhere on Facebook or yeah. something like that. Um, and I had a shirt that said "Let's Get Lit." And yeah. It had a menorah on it. I yeah. was just like, this is dope. Yeah, and that was cool. also the height of my weed smoking time which i was probably high but it was just such a sick fucking shirt yeah i got it at target dude. you still have it no i don't no. know where it is you know um and i'm pretty excited because this is the first time that we've ever even remotely even kind of gotten into a um halloween spirit yeah you know because robert you came up with that really cool idea for the photo shoot yeah which i think it's you know what even if we just sit there and we carve out the pumpkins just to put on top of our heads it's still you know something that we get to do together yeah i was telling brandon that you know because what we'll do is I'll, after I go get pokey, I'll go get the pumpkins and then, mm-hmm. you know, we'll do the carving tomorrow. Um, but at dusk, we should go up to Deleuze because Brandon okay. showed me this really cool spot where you can just park and it's like an abandoned road mm-hmm. and we can just go and take photos up there. So we were, but we'll be by ourselves and we can take these really cool photos like on like an actual road. Yeah. It look, it'll look really cool. There's a lot of like, I wouldn't say abandoned roads up there, but there's a lot of different ways that you can yeah. go that like, you can see some pretty cool yeah, shit. Yeah, so we can do that and just kind of cool, take cool yeah. photos. Yeah, I think it would be cool to like, um, yeah, and we can just do different photo shoots. And I think, and again, I think it is a really cool idea, Robert, you mm-hmm. came up with it. And I just love the fact that you came up with this idea and we're like, done, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it to me, that's just, it's really super cool. Mm-hmm. I think, especially, I mean, with this time, like, definitely step inside of, like, yourself and kind of just mental check yourself. What do you mean? Well, mental health is really super yeah, important. Yeah, sorry. Just, like, just to check in. Because, I mean, like... Oh, we, the holidays? Yeah, because yeah. it is stressful. It's like, you know, and you also have to just make sure that you're okay. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is everybody. like Robert said, the holidays are a dick measuring contest. If And if you're That's starting... so true, dude. Yeah, and if you're sitting there and you're feeling even somewhat even, like, not... Um, like, like you're like yeah like 100 percent, or you're not living up to other people's lives or other people's expectations then the holidays roll around and everybody's you know putting on their their best face and their best foot forward mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden it's like wow you know what i'm not measuring up to any of this yeah i'm a complete fucking failure mm-hmm. and it's just instead of enjoying the season you start you end up that and like brandon said you know just check in with yourself and just because your holiday looks different and just because your life looks different doesn't mean that it's wrong. Yeah. It's still yours. Yeah. You know? And I just did a TikTok not too long ago about mental health. And it's really weird, but um, I can tell where I am mentally by the state of my closet. Mm. If my closet's messy, then I feel like my life is disorganized. Yeah, you can be like that's a reflection of your, mm-hmm. you know, your inner mind. If I'm screaming internally, I know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's well, the truth, though. I mean, there's a lot of times where you're just like, you know, like, especially if you're like in your mental health, right? You're like, oh, my closet's messy. And then like, then like you like, you notice that negative and then you'll notice another negative and then there's something else wrong and then else wrong. And then it's like this repeating cycle. And then you're like, well, I'm so, you know, like I'm kind of like kind of depressed. So I'm not even going to clean my closet or I'm so depressed. I'm not going to like clean my house or, you know, dress nice or things like that. Well, to me, it's like a constant. I mean, I wake up every morning and I'm getting ready and my closet's right there. And if mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm sitting there and it's in my peripheral vision of it being disorganized, mm-hmm. it's almost like a statement to myself that I'm disorganized. Sure. So if I can sit there and if I have an organized closet, that's the first thing I see. And that's my representation of who I am, you know, where I'm at. Mm -hmm. It almost gives me more like, 
like, okay, yeah, I got this. I'm good here. So I can maybe now I can, you know, focus on something else that maybe I've been procrastinating on. Totally. You know, so if you're out there again, and I don't know why people shy away from the mental health subject, Mm -hmm. but it is extremely important to, if you can't find anybody to talk with, you know, talk to, talk with yourself or journal or journal. You know, the thing is, is that we all have moments where we are by ourselves, whether we're in the shower, you know, in our cars, wherever we're at, have a conversation with yourself and check in and talk about your mental health. Yeah. It's almost like, I don't know. I mean, this is just kind of like how I'm thinking, but like maybe if, you know, to say that there is something kind of wrong, like mental health wise, like people will start thinking that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same oh, time, like, why does it matter what anybody else thinks? And like, I know everybody thinks differently and it's really hard to stop thinking about other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it seems like that's really prevalent nowadays. Um, but it's more just like, why not just, uh, just take a second, you know, figure out what you like, figure out what's going on and just kind of like step back and heal yourself. Yeah. Because I mean, from my generation, when I was growing up, mental health was something that you hid. Yeah. You know what? If you had mental health issues, if you were depressed, if you had, you know, post postpartum, um, if you, anything like that, I mean, if you came back from war and you had PTSD, and you showed any symptoms, you were weak, mm-hmm. you know, just shit like that. So I've come from a generation where you don't talk about that to where I'm sitting here like, yeah, y'all need to talk about that. Well, it's a lot like Christmas, right? So it's like, you know, you can be argue that like your house is like in your head kind mm-hmm. of thing where you're like, oh, well, I got to make sure my neighbors think I'm having a great Christmas or I'm having fun. And so you're like, I'm just going to pretend like everything's okay. And then like in the inside, you're like, you have that you're screaming internally. Yeah. I mean, okay? yeah, I'm just checking up this book because there's a, there's uh oh, okay. There's a book that's called the untethered soul. And, um, one second. See, because um, here's the thing. It's, it's like you walk down the street and there's this house and that's all decorated and it has perfect lights, mm-hmm. perfect decorations. And you immediately think they're perfect. Yeah. You know what? But you don't know what's going on inside there. They could be miserable. They could be, there could be horrible things going on inside of that house, but they have the outside looking perfect. So we shouldn't judge other people's lives by the outside. Mm -hmm. And so we, we end up trying to like, be like, we're not as good as them because our outside doesn't look as good. Exactly. You know? trying to figure out who this book is by, but there's a book called the untethered soul. And I read this and this was when I started, um, uh, really kind of digging deep into myself to figure out who I was. Mm-hmm. And in the book, there is a chapter that talks about like the inner house. Mm-hmm. So like, the, you know, you have this house that's on an open field, you know, all the windows are all, you know, solid, you know, you can look through everything. It's really light and like um, really warm inside. And yeah. then once you kind of start letting like things get at you, the house starts getting darker and darker and darker. The windows start getting boarded up. You only have a few lights left and that's just like, the few lights left are um, pretty much you still just trying to hold on. Yeah. But it's like once you kind of clean out that house that's inside and like let that thing shine, then you kind of just shine yourself. You know, mm-hmm. everything's on the inside. Like, I mean, again, like you go to sleep. by I don't know if you're by yourself but or like with someone. But at the same time, like you're the one that's closing your you're eyes. You're in your own body. Exactly. So like you have to kind of check in with yourself. You have to make sure that that house is, you know, luminate, mm-hmm. luminous. Lit up. Yeah. Illuminated. Very light. Yeah. <laughs> so Lighted. Just, yeah. So you just have to just, you know, keep making sure that the house on the inside is just um, 
well lit mm-hmm. and um see now here's the thing is is i always say that we are our own houses like what you're saying brendan so whenever i have a dream or if um anything like that if i'm dreaming about a house yeah it is a representation of me yeah so like if the house is like boarded up or in disarray then it's then i'm boarded up and i'm in disarray so to me it's not the house is a direct representation of me so when i'm analyzing my dreams it's not so much you know what the house looked like it more is how the house felt you know was there hidden rooms yeah. was there was there monsters in there you know does that make any sense yeah yeah no well okay well i can you know i i know this one dream of mine that um is pretty much like that so in my dream it's real dark um i'm actually ghost hunting with like a group of people and we kind of go through the dream there is a door that's locked and the person that was kind of guiding us was like whatever you do do not open that door there's something behind it you know like stay away from it all mm-hmm. caution so i was like okay cool so we kept going everybody disappears i'm standing in like the middle of the street i'm looking at a single story house in front of me and i kind of just like look around real quick i kind of walk backwards and just like retrace my steps i walk past the door there's a light above the door yeah and the door's open so i'm like well fuck yeah so i, I just kind of stand there when I'm looking at this door, I see a shadow inside the door through the crack. I mean, the thing's probably cracked about a foot. Um, and I see the shadow of a thing, but there's a light inside the door that's pretty much like making the shadow hit a wall. And the shadow is just kind of chilling there. And out of nowhere, the door starts opening up bigger. The head turns hmm. and fucking starts running. I dip. I hide in a bush. And it passed me. It was trying to look for me. It passed me. And, um, and then it, I think it goes into the, that one-story house. I don't know why, but I went inside the house. So I go inside the house. It's still all dark. I go into a bedroom, and um, I'm sitting on this bed. There's a window above the bed, and I'm just, you know, sitting there laying. And I don't know where I see you, Mom. Mm-hmm. So you're to my – so I'm on my I'm, – actually, I'm on my knees on the bed looking out the window you're to my right and i look over to you i see her and there's like there's nothing wrong i turn back in the peripheral like corner of my eye you go like into a blob and just it starts like going in every which direction yeah i grab the blanket i don't know why grab the blanket put it over you or over the demon or whatever the fuck it was and then I wake up instantly. That's weird. It was trippy. I've, I've had a few dreams where I can actually remember them really vividly. It was just a trip. Yeah. Well, that's really, I mean, and there's so much to be said about that dream. I mean, it's like. Well, it's tackling your inner demons. Yeah. And also, too, I mean, it was like, I mean, on the outside, I was perfectly fine. And on the inside, I was a big blob. You yeah. know, I had a lot of, I had a lot of issues. I had a lot of addictions. Well, see, I think that was just the demon, my, and like my inner demons coming out and like. It, like disguising themselves? Yeah. And oh, just disguise okay. itself as you. But it was really my own inner demon. Like mm-hmm. this thing was fucking crazy looking. But, um. Dude, it's it's so weird. I have so many dreams about demons and everything, but like, well, we, but I, they're nightmares. Like, I yeah. have a bunch of nightmares, yeah. but then I wake up. I'm like, huh, okay, and then straight back to bed. Really, dude, it's weird. Well, when I quit drink, drinking, I had a dream where my addiction was like actually like a like almost like a tumor on my my shoulder. Yeah, and it was like, um, it was like, yeah, I'm not gonna let you go, and I'm like, no, you're gonna let me go. And it's like, no, we're not done with you yet. And I'm like, oh, no, you're done. 
you know, this, this has got to go, you know, you're, you're not going to have control over me anymore. But I actually, yeah, no, it was like, I had a dream where I was discussing my future with my own addiction. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I used to have night terrors. <gasps> I, learned, I know. Really? Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, because the, I mean, the only one time it mm. was when I was still living in the house and, um, remember him screaming? No, I remember you screaming my name. Yeah. Because he was screaming because he was having a night terror. Yeah. yeah. So pretty much, I don't know what time it is, but it's all like I two know, or three in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. all I know is that I was laying in bed and, um, all I know is I, I hear my name getting called. Mm-hmm. So. I was asleep though, mm-hmm. and I wake up out of my sleep, and I just hear mom saying Brandon, 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 and I was like, "What?" So yeah. I just kind of like, "Huh?" So I get out my door because I always shut my door. So I shut my door, and um, I think either I opened it and I walked into your room, and he was jumping on your mm-hmm. bed. Yeah, I was jumping on mom's bed. Yeah, yeah, and so I think I just go back into my room, but you fucking like by the time that I enter into my room, yeah. Um, you're right in my face. Am I really? You're right in my face. Yeah. And you have like this like crazy ass look in your eyes. And yeah. I just like, we stared at each other for a second and then you wake up. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause it's like, you're half asleep, half awake. Oh, I know. Dude. So like, I, I, I remember doing it. I don't remember being in your face, but I remember jumping on mom's bed, but I remember cause it was always like a snake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was always getting, it was always getting attacked by a snake and it was always like on me somewhere. And it was like that in that particular night terror, it was like around my waist. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I, I just remember waking up, throwing my blankets off and running because I could feel it still crawling on me. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But it was just like, because I, I think, because you were jumping on the bed, then you look at me and then yeah. I turn my back, walk into my room. Yeah. And then I turn around again to shut my door. What do you mean? You were like, oh, I'll deal with this tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. <laughs> yeah, literally, Brandon's like, that's mom's problem. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. I was just like, this is tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah. Or I don't, something like that. And then, um, uh, I just turned it on. You're right in my face. Yep. And I was just like, yeah, because you huh. even had that. You had that a couple of times here in this house. Yeah. And if, if you remember correctly, and you haven't had them for a while, thankfully, yeah. but it was a direct correlation of you, the snake. Because I remember the last time you had it, we actually sat in here and we talked about it. Mm. And that was the first time that we actually was like, okay, it's fresh in your psyche. Let's Let's talk it out. And it was always the snake and it was always wrapped around you and you were always feeling suffocated. Yeah. You were always feeling trapped. And it was a direct correlation of you not following your own dreams. Yeah. You know what? It's when you started taking control of your own life and your own like destiny mm-hmm. um, that it seemed like the night terrors have, have gone away. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been, a, it's been a couple of years now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. At least three years. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. That it only happened a couple of times. It wasn't like a regular no. thing. I'd say, I'd say at most. I remember it once at the old house, and then twice here. So at most three times. And it's crazy with like dreams. How mm. some of them you're just like, okay, cool. You're just kind of going through. But then some of them feel super fucking real yeah. and just different. Like the demon house one that I was telling you about. That one felt super real. And um, yeah, dude, it's a trip. Like mm-hmm. I always have. It's either I have repeating dreams or a new demon dream. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think the one that sticks out the most to me is um, a dream that I had where um, I was I was trying to help I was trying to help Dante hide from death. Yeah. And um, we kept on going. And and I still remember that we every time we would turn and and finally I looked at and this is I I loved him dearly, but I looked at him. I'm like, dude, you're on your own. If I stay with you, I'm going to die. Yeah. And so I remember I left him and I'm like getting away and death drove um, 
a truck. It was a locksmith truck. I still remember exactly what the guy looked like because he drove by. He turned and looked at me, kept on driving, and then I booked it. And I just, it was just so weird how it's like, it was a local company here in town. And every time I see one of their work trucks drive by, I'm like, it brings this dream back. And it's just so weird. But I still remember, it's like, if I stay with you, Dante, I'm going to die. Yeah. You know? So it's just, to me, there's such strong, powerful messages are in your dreams that you just, it's just anybody who's like, oh yeah, I had a dream. I, you know what? I don't have, don't even think too much about it. You're just missing so much opportunity to kind of unravel what's behind your, sure. your everyday life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, like if you stress or like anything like that, mm-hmm. it'll be something in your dream that's either stressful or like hurting you or yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I can remember when you were in your younger days, Brandon, I always dreamt that I was trying to save you from rushing water. And dude, I had, Oh, I decided I don't mean no. to cut you off, but no, that was like, cause I was always worried about you. I mean, I always worried about your safety and, um, it was always just me trying to save you from something that I knew was going to hurt you. And it just, it, I, you know, I don't have those dreams anymore, but it was just, it was, it was not a fun way to wake up. Dude, it's crazy. So I still remember most of my dreams when I was like a kid and most of them were, I was either at the beach and, um, there were like tsunami like type yeah. waves and people were surfing them and I'd just jump out into the water and start surfing them or really yeah yeah dude or there was dark murky water with alligators or crocodiles or great whites in it there was always something and I was either somewhere in the water it was just a trip dude now is it like fear of the unknown kind of thing I think it's more like if the water is clear then you have a clear mind mm-hmm. but if the yeah, water yeah, water is a direct representation of how you're feeling yeah but if the water is murky then there's something bothering you mm-hmm. in like nine times out of the ten the water was straight just like murky as fuck and there was a couple times where it was just like kind of clear, but most of the time it was murky tsunami waves. Yeah. Like, I mean, massive waves. You know, since, or you sharks. since you mentioned that when I was a child, I had a reoccurring dream as a, two reoccurring dreams as a child. One, I saw a plane crash. Yeah. Always saw a plane crash. And it would always be like the plane would be going to crash and I would like jump out of the way right in time and I could actually feel the heat go by. So whenever I see a plane flying, I, I don't look at it for very long because I don't want to see, I, it brings back really weird memories. Sure. And then the other one um, is um, we were driving in a car and the car always runs off the road into like water, like, um, and weeds, not, you know, they're, they're called pussy willows yeah. where it's like those long yeah, yeah, stem yeah. ones. And it, I think the thing that they're actually, they're like ducktails or whatever mm-hmm. they call them. Yeah. And the car always went off the road into there and um, it it was murky and all these plants were in there and it always was like sucking me in and I could never escape from it. And so whenever I'm driving today, if there's like a road with like a little pond over the side, yeah. it gives me anxiety. Really, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know in like every time I have dreams or anything, it's always people's faces that you see during the day. Yeah. But I've seen some, I met, so I don't know if I've already said this on this podcast, but like there was a dream where I, um, I saw someone I didn't even know. I've never even met, but I had, I saw it in a dream and then it was deja vu when it happened in real life. That's weird. Yeah. Like it was just a trip. It, it was a guy from New York and I don't know, I think I said this already, but I'll just, okay, never mind. So there was a guy from New York that was a server when I was at Paul Mesa Resort. And um, in my dream, I was walking up to him because he lived in an apartment complex. Yeah. Um, there was a, he was underneath his light smoking a cigarette and I walked up to him and um, uh, we started talking. 
So it was just, it was nighttime and all this shit. And then I met a guy and then, um, we, uh, I met, yeah, I met him, same circumstance, same apartment complex, same situation. Yeah. He was smoking a cigarette. I was sitting there and I think I was smoking a cigarette and like I turned and it was just instant, like back into my dream. Yeah. I was like, dude, I've met you before. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how, but I've met you before in my dreams. Like I've, I've, I've had this same thing happen in my dream. So you, suck you, it. Do you have vivid dreams? Nope. Really? Dude, I, have vivid nope. fucking I was really bummed because I remember when we were in Indonesia, I would take a malaria medicine called Malarone, which is supposed to give you like super awesome vivid dreams. And I never got one. You know, what gives you really like um, acid dreams is when you're on a nicotine patch. Oh, yeah. do those things fuck <laughs> yeah. you I up? I really don't dream too often. Or if I do, I don't remember them. Dude, so. I, I still remember a dream when I was in middle school. Dude, there was, um, it was a bright, sunny, it was a bright, sunny day. Um, down the street kid was sitting on a wall. Chucky the doll was um, looking through a window next to like the sink. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, like next to the sink, like this shit. Yeah. And um, he was just staring at him. Really? Yeah. Your dreams are so much cooler than mine. Not even, dude. I had a dream that back when I used to work at the grocery store, I would have dreams that I would work at, that I was working at a grocery store. (laughs) So I'd wake up after doing a full hour shift or a full eight hour (laughs) shift. I'd be like, this sucks and I got to go to work. (laughs) Now, do you think that you don't have dreams because you're like really super, like, boarded off? I mean, I you you no. I would think if I had if I if that was it, I would have more dreams. I do. I really don't. I'll wake up and I'm like, you know, I think I had a dream. You know, I don't remember. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I I had a pretty vivid dream today, and a lot of it correlated with our conversation that we had earlier today. Yeah. So to me, it makes it makes perfectly good sense. I mean, I was worried about it, and you know, and so. Anytime, again, if you're out there, if you're having any sort of like, you know, um, thoughts that you can't quite put your finger on, if you have a dream immediately, if you remember it, write it down and then just think about it and ponder it and look for a little hidden messages and it will always tell you something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just check in with yourself and make yeah. sure you're okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that was That's pretty good. darn It went by really fun. quick. Yeah. 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 We talked a lot about a lot of stuff today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm super excited for our pumpkin pictures. Yeah. So y'all have to um, be on the lookout for that. I just couldn't smell it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just licked it. You can see it. You can see it on the thing. Stop. 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 <laughs> oh, boy. I'm licking your ears. Oh, my God. <laughs> People are going to be like, Ooh. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I should probably not have done that. Sorry, everybody. All right, you guys. So, as always, remember, you can reach out to me on Instagram as Gray Hair and Tattoos. Um, if you have any comments, concerns, if you'd like um, a question answered, you can always follow Brandon at... Gummy Bear Brandon. And you can follow and ask Robert questions at... Gummy Bear Brandon. At Robert Robert Pike Pike. Oh, look. He, he actually did it right. And then also, too, we go live Sundays... Uh, Sunday evenings on TikTok. Yes, and we will be live probably a little bit earlier tomorrow because we have to do our photo shoot Open afterwards. Carbon. Yeah. So, um, but always look out for us on TikTok lives on Sunday. Yes. Ooh. Cool. All right, you All guys. Right, yes. Until next time, we appreciate and love you. Bye.